whatever it takes That rage will catch you through So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. Booyah! Welcome to the club. I'm your old pal, Pat. <laughs> oh, the club. When I had, we we missed last week and we had both mm-hmm. watched the episode for last week. Mm-hmm. And then I re-watched it today. And it's only today that I realized when Jane says, Booyah, welcome to the club. I thought it was, oh, welcome to the sex club. But then I was mm-hmm. like, oh, no, she means Booyah, welcome to the club of people who have fucked Declan. It's a more, it's a more oh, exclusive I thought club. that she just meant a, a, a general nope, fucking, nope. A losing your virginity club. Welcome to the club of Declan fuckers. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Shut your fucking face, Declan fucker. <laughs> That's such a weird thing to bond over. Fucking fucking the same person? Yeah, yeah. I don't think I would really want to bond with a friend over that. Uh, I'm, now that we're like sitting here and I've said it, I'm questioning if that actually is what she meant. But it could be <laughs> either one of them because they did mm-hmm. both fuck Declan. It's true. And now they've both fucked, period. Yes, that's just true. You're a bone abiding bastard, Declan fucker. I'm in a rare <laughs> mood already. We just hot off the press. I know. I'm like raring to get into this episode. There's so much to talk about. Well, you have Not to, really, you, but. You do have to welcome. Did you welcome us to the Degrassi every episode of a Marathon Podcast? I did. I did. And then right. you welcomed me to the club welcome to of the club. Declan fuckers. When Jane said booyah, I loved it. I was like, mm-hmm. MVD. <laughs> Done and done. There's not a lot of strong contenders in this episode, so that might be accurate. How you doing there, old pal, Rachie? We missed last week. We missed you. I know. We had scheduling errors. Um, I'm good. I'm good. I'm enjoying. I'm in my time off. Mm-hmm, so yeah. I'm trying to get in the most of all the summer activities, which includes watching some summery movies for the first mm. time ever. I mean, they're not all summery, but. Would you watch some movies? I had no idea. I know, I know, I did. I've watched, I've watched some movies. I love movies. I watch movies. All I the know time. you do. Love... Yeah, yeah. You're always shocked by the ones that I haven't seen before. I'm not. Well, I guess I should stop being shocked. Yeah, and for a film major, there's a lot of movies I haven't seen. But also, I, I love it because th- mm-hmm. there'll be people who'll be like, "I can't believe, like, what a travesty! You haven't seen X and X and O movie, whatever movie it is, Triple mm-hmm. X starring Vin Diesel." I'm just kidding. <laughs> But to me, that is a great thing because you get to experience them Mm -hmm. in a way that all us jaded fucks who've seen them a thousand times don't get to. So yeah, you know, it's like I get to see what watching something as a thirty-seven-year-old is instead of watching it as like a fourteen-year-old. All right, so you watched some movies. Do you want to talk about them, or what are we doing here? Sure, sure. So these are all movies that I saw for the first time. How many? I would not say that they were three of them. I would not say they were all. Don't even, Good. don't even, don't even start with okay. that yet. I don't okay. want to Just that. You just want to, do you, you don't want to guess? You just want me to tell you what I saw? I don't I saw? want, well, I'm going to guess Jurassic Park. <laughs> well, yes, you know that because we already talked about that earlier in the pre-recording segment. We actually didn't talk about it. Rachel was no, going No, no, I just blurted out that I watched Jurassic Park. <laughs> Rachel was going to tell me that she watched three movies for the first time and she wanted to get my Yeah, so I take. never saw Jurassic Park. Um, it came out at a time that I could have seen it. Yeah. 
Um, but I just didn't. And the only time I watched most of the movie was when I was at a circuit city in 1995, when my parents were buying electronics and they were there for so long. I mean, at least as a child, all errands felt like they were so long. Mm -hmm. So I felt like I saw the whole movie. And when I was watching it, I was like, I do remember parts of this. (laughs) Well, the only one that I know you've seen is Jurassic Park because I stopped Mm -hmm. you after Jurassic Park. And I said, Mm -hmm. let's do this on the podcast. Okay. So the next two, I do not know. So, okay. Jurassic Park. What else? Mm -hmm. Uh, St. Elmo's Fire. Okay. St. Elmo's Fire. Sure. Mm -hmm. And what? I was going to sing the St. Elmo's Fire song, but go ahead. Oh, do you want to? Yeah, that's Do you right. want to do the sax part? Well, you know what? Rumble? I got to be honest with you. I almost, I fumbled it because I was about to start singing the theme from Arthur. When you get lost between the moon and New York City. <laughs> and then I remembered, wait, that's not St. Elmo's Fire, which does not take place in New York City. So what no, is. No, it takes place in D.C. What's St. Elmo's Fire? It's the song. I can't even think of it right now. I the, already don't remember it. I watched it maybe a week ago, a week and a half ago. Um, it, but there's a lot of uh, Rob Lowe's in a band, and he plays the sax a lot. Oh, yeah, hot news. All it's right. like, yeah. Um, I, and then the third movie yeah. was The Accidental Tourist. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I didn't see that coming at all. I got to be honest. After Jurassic Park, I did not see those next two coming. <laughs> You were thinking oh. more like blockbusters. Well, there's another one oh, that Larry I'm Kasdan's waiting. The accidental there's, tourist. There's another one that I'm waiting to see, um, which I've never seen, which is more of a summer blockbuster, which like that? Jurassic Park. What's that? Top Gun. I've never seen the original Top Gun either. I have never yeah, seen it. Yeah, it's on HBO life. Max now, and neither, no one in my family has seen it. So Top, we're like, let's watch it. Top Gun Maverick just became the highest grossing movie of all time. Is that wild? No, it didn't. It doesn't. Is it? it be- is it because movies cost more, or like, how does it keep going, like growing so I much? I think it. I think part of it because they don't adjust that for inflation. So I think that okay. sometimes they do. So I don't know, mm-hmm. but it's also. Mm-hmm. I'm incorrect. It's not the highest grossing movie of all time. It just passed Titanic on the oh. list of highest grossing movies of all time. I believe Avatar. Adjusted for inflation or not? I do not know. I can't answer that. Okay. I'm not 100% sure. But apparently yeah. it's a great movie. I haven't seen it because I've never seen the original, so I don't... Yeah, so that's why I'm like, let's watch the original, and then maybe we can watch the new one, and I bet Tom Cruise looks almost identical 40 years later. I don't think I'm going to like the original, but I do think no. I'm going to like the sequel. Isn't that weird? I've noticed watching like some older movies and like not the Top Gun is that old, but it is old now it, relative to how long movies have been made. Um, some of them like I don't know. I just feel like it, it, it probably doesn't hold the excitement that it did even in the 90s to watch it. Well, Top Gun's 80s. I know. I, that's yeah. what I mean. Like even 10 years after it was made, like I can't imagine that it holds the excitement it did in the late 90s. The, you know, the culture has changed so much, too. And I mm-hmm. think I'm pretty sure Top Gun is a pretty jingoistic kind of uh, yeah. patriotism. Yeah. Yeah. USA, USA, USA. And I yeah. don't know about Top Gun Maverick. It may be the same, but I imagine a movie coming out in 2022, mm-hmm. they'd have the wherewithal to not to kind of tamp that back a bit. But let's yeah, get but back I d- to but the I do accidental like tourist. Edwards, so, okay. Yes, of <laughs> course. Well, the, okay. So the accidental tourist is based on a book by a Baltimore author and it all takes place in Baltimore. I am going to do, here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to, here's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I want to tell you what I think your rankings of these movies are, one, two, and three. Okay. I'm going to tell you, and then I'm going to hear what your actual rankings are. Mm -hmm. I have seen each of these movies. 
Okay. It has been a very long time since I have seen The Accidental Tourist, which is a movie that I do like quite a bit, but mm-hmm. I have not seen it in a very long time. So I'm not very confident in my rankings. Yeah. But here's what I how, how, When did you see the other ones? Uh, I mean, I watched Jurassic Park. If I don't watch it every year, I watch it pretty close to every year. Mm-hmm. I recently showed it to Max. So I've seen mm-hmm. that. It's very fresh. All right. I know you pretty well. Mm-hmm. But these, this is a, this is an interesting crop of movies. Mm-hmm. Gina Davis wins an Oscar for *The Accidental Tourist*. This is a really this is a a okay. prestige kind mm-hmm. of a picture, and I think it's probably your number one. But I, it could also be it could very easily be your number three. I know you mm-hmm. like a teen stuff about teens. I, are they teens in St. Elmo's Fire or just a little they older? They just graduated from college. Right, so they're a little older, so I don't know how much stock you have. St. Elmo's Fire is a pretty bad movie, so I don't know. I feel like from a pers- the perspective of like a film watcher and a film mm-hmm. major, I think mm-hmm. that would certainly be the last because it's the worst movie by a, by mm-hmm. a solid margin in like craft wise, mm-hmm, but it's still mm-hmm. a kind of a fun movie. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say number one, Jurassic Park. I'm changing it. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to mm-hmm. rank them. Number one, Jurassic Park. Number two, the accidental tourist. Number three, say Elmo's fire. You're spot on. Fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the rationale. Jurassic Park is a good movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's a great movie start to finish. I can see why they made a million. Um, yeah, it's a great movie. Sequels of it. Unparalleled. Um, Accidental Tourist, if you watched it now for the first time, you would hate it. Really? It's really not. It's There's some like good humor in it and stuff, but there is zero chemistry between William Hurt. Is it William Hurt? And Bill Jenna Hurt. Davis. Yeah. And Kathleen Turner. Like it just, none of it is like inspired at all. And also like both accidental tourists and St. Elmo's fire feel really dated. Right. There's a lot of questionable men, sure. women relationship things that are just like, Oh, like it was very cringy to watch them in a 2022 lens. Um, and I actually didn't dislike St. Elmo's fire. I actually found it very entertaining, but it is just a slice of life movie. So it's like this to the next to the next. And so there also has the thing that really made it not beat accidental Taurus is that it has less of a plot and also just as cringy of relationship things that happen. See, I love a plotless movie. I love a Mm -hmm. vibe movie. I I still enjoyed it. I was just like, Oh, this could have kept going. Like I, I was entertained the whole time. I didn't dislike it, but I think the thing that I almost tied accidental Taurus and St. Elmo's fire because the, the, relationships between men and women were so dated and felt very cringy. I wonder because it's Joel, the great Joel Schumacher scene almost. Mm, One of your faves. Not one of my faves, but I do. There are a handful of movies of his Mm -hmm. that I like quite a bit. Mm -hmm. The Lost Boys. Classic, classic Brat Pack. It is like the most Brat Pack of the Brat Pack. It's the brattiest of the Brat Pack movies. You got Mayor. (laughs) No Molly Ringwald in it, though. Is Mayor Winningham in it? She is. Oh, I love me. But there's a, the Mayor Winningham, Rob Lowe relationship feels really gross and it doesn't get, I love Ellie Sheedy. It doesn't get better. Um, but yeah, it just, it's, it's a lot of stuff that like, I feel like that kind of way of like male, female relationships, like 
don't get expressed that way in movies anymore because people are like, that's wrong. Like it's misogynistic. We maybe shouldn't do that. Have you seen the big chill? No, I haven't. The big chill is pretty good. Yeah. But that's a generation. That's where, that's where the accidental tourist meets St. Almost fire because it's like mm. William Hurt. Yeah. Yeah. But I love, I, I love Gina Davis. I love Kathleen Turner. I loved Kathleen Turner as a kid. Like romancing the stone was one of my favorite oh, movies. I as just a kid. watched that. I, I haven't seen that it in recently. a while. I should probably watch it again. Eh, not maybe. You know, keep the magic. It might be best left in the yeah, room. Yeah. Too, I'll be honest. Yeah. It's good. Like it's definitely mm-hmm. like fun mm-hmm. and it's definitely fun. But, but it's, but- it's funny because like, you know, we watched holiday in handcuffs at the holidays and like you found that much cringier than I did having, but it was, that's like a 2007 movie. It's not even that old, but like even 15 years ago, it didn't feel as cringy as it does now. But it's like, I think that some of these things with these, the relationship just feels so cringy. Yeah, I don't know. I have not seen The Accidental Tourist or St. Elmo's Fire in many, 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 yeah. many, many, many years. So I would rank them that way too, I think. Yeah. But maybe I would, maybe, yeah. I don't know. I remember quite liking Accidental Tourist. Yeah. I, 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 was, I was really, I mean, I was entertained. I was entertained by both of them though. And I found Jurassic Park to be a really good overall movie. And what super impressed me is that there is no gore in it. Like I loved that it was so scary without showing much blood or anything like that. Jurassic Park's just a classic blockbuster. Perfectly oh, told tale. It's, it's really well done. The characters are great. Doesn't mm-hmm. skimp on Newman's the characters. Newman's in it, and he's Newman's the bad guy. It. Of course, it was the '90s. Like, hold on to your butts, mm-hmm. Sam Jackson. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, Laura yeah. Dern. Classic You're not going to fuck with Laura Dern. No, One of the no. I mean Jeff Goldblum famously like poses and lines. Gold Bloom's great. Mm-hmm. Jurassic Park. My aunt used to call it because she thought it was funny to call it Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, great stuff. Mm-hmm. Love it. But of course, mm-hmm. as is always the case on the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon podcast, we are not here to talk about the accidental tourist. Did Gina Davis deserve the Oscar, do you think? Because she won the Oscar that I don't year. think so. I don't think I it was her best role. I believe it's 1987. 88. it was a ni- 88. Okay. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Um, Imagine I, I got that I right. don't know if any of them... I. The one relationship I believed was Bill Pullman and the sister like that. I felt like there was a spark between them and you could see mm-hmm. it. And then I was just like, Gina Davis and... Bill Hurt, our, our group, uh, the other Bill, Bill yeah, the Bill. other Bill, Bill we Hurt. We call him Bill Hurt. Bill Hurt. <laughs> Bill Hurt. But we're not here to talk about broadcast news. Mm-hmm. Marley Matlin, Bill Hurt, William Hurt, Bill Pullman, Gina Davis, Kathleen Turner, Gina Gershon, or Top Gun, or Jurassic Park, Jeff Goldblum, a Triceratops, a Velociraptor, which they created. It's not a real dinosaur. They made it up for Jurassic Park. We're not here to talk about that. We're not I here didn't to talk about know Sam. that, which Almost is fire. I'm not a Roblo. I'm not a paleontologist. <laughs> I love Mayor Winningham. And then I was like, where have I seen her recently? And I was like, oh my God, she was in the affair. She plays uh, oh. Joshua Jackson's mom in the affair. You know who she's married to? I do. Anthony Edwards now. Bringing it all back oh, home, baby. Gun. Circle. Love Anthony Edwards. Have you finished ER yet? I'm still on the exact same episode <laughs> that I was on the last time we talked about it, which was the third or the fourth, I think. Yeah. You got some, you got to work through that, but. But we are not here to talk about any of that. Instead, no. we're here to take it on the road, baby. 
That's the way you are, baby. Except not that song. We're here to talk about Degrassi, The Next Generation. We're specifically Degrassi, The Next Generation, episode 919, the 19th episode of the ninth season. Wow. It's the 182nd episode of Degrassi, The Next Generation. But because of all these two-parters, we're at 147. It's called, I'm gonna keep on loving you. Which, of course, is a song by Vaunted... 70s AOR rock sensations, REO Speedwagon, Rach the Beach. What's your favorite REO Speedwagon song? Um, I don't know any of them. I only know the hits. I know the singles. Well, that's all you need. There, there's enough. There's enough hot top. <laughs> there's enough hot REO top, Speedwagon hot topics. Songs. Were you gonna say hot topics? No, there's enough like hot 100 singles to mm-hmm. pick a one song from. I think. yeah. So. But I don't know if they're, they all kind of sound like the same to me a little bit. So I don't know if I have a favorite among them. Oh, my God. Just pick a fucking song. <laughs> the hemming and hawing on this. Just look at the fucking songs and say this one. And then I'll go, OK. Um, I mean, it probably is Take It on the Run. Heard it from a friend who. What's your favorite? Heard it from a friend. This music is my kryptonite. This is the, we talk about it all oh, the yeah, time. Yeah. This is like the music that I hate. But I did go back and I was like, you know what? I recently found that um, uh, I I kind of like. Um, you can tell by my hemming and awing here that I'm looking it up because I can't. Mm-hmm, you can't um, think of the song. I recently songs. found out through some sort of chain. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. But I realized that I kind of like the song More Than a Feeling by Boston. Oh. And I've been playing it. Yeah. I think it's a great you song. You know what I misheard that song as, right? I've talked about this before, I'm More sure. More than a feeling. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Um, this was like years. I thought the song was something else. I know. Hush, hush, keep it down now. This is scary. Is that it? No, no. No, the Boston song. Oh, more no, than I know. A I'm just kidding. I know. I know. <laughs> when it, but whenever I hear voices carry, I always sing hush, hush, keep it down now. This is scary because that is. It that does sound like sense. what there's. Yeah. And it also makes sense. It does. Um, it makes more, more sense. More than a feeling. Um, I don't know what. Born without feeling. Oh yeah, born, born with yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I which would be the... like a horrible disease to have. <laughs> you could get hurt so easily. You just like die. I know. You you'd just be like, oh, pain. let me just like touch this hot pan. I didn't realize. Had That's no kind of the premise of the of the new David Cronenberg movie, uh, where where they uh, we've evolved as a people to not feel pain. Mm. Crimes of the future. What a movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Loved it. Five it's not stars. called Born Without Feeling. No, but it's part of the premise of the movie. But it's gotcha, a bizarre gotcha. movie. So I recently found out that I liked the song More Than a Feeling. Okay. And I like it quite a bit. I mm-hmm. think it's a very good song. Mm-hmm. Structurally. But the the whole It's soaring whole, in parts. Like it, that's how great. it feels. Like it just feels like you're just flying a little bit. But I've always had like this aversion to this type of music and Mm -hmm. Boston being like chief among the bands Mm -hmm. that I've always thought I don't like. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to give REO Speedwagon a chance Mm -hmm. because we're doing REO Speedwagon. I like this Boston song quite Mm -hmm. a bit. Let me go in there Mm -hmm. and really dig in. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you, it sucks. It's I still (laughs) sucks. It's not good music. It's overproduced shit. Uh It's not. It's not. I mean, listen, 
Everybody has their own things. Mm -hmm. I could be musicianship wise. There's somebody on here who's probably going to be like, you know, the guitars in fucking this song, Mm -hmm. a deep cut from their fourth album is like the greatest piece of guitar playing of all time. Mm -hmm. All right. Great. Fucking great. I don't care. Yeah. Fine. It's, I, it's fine i i don't really love them either they're, it's just like songs that i'm like they're okay it doesn't like hurt my feelings or anything to listen to them but the i like their band name i thought it's a great band name what does it mean though i don't know but oh, it's okay. just, it just sounds good um and there's a bakery in asbury park called confections of a rock star and they have an oreo speed wagon cupcake that is very delicious oreo speed dealer there's a punk band <laughs> called oreo speed dealer which is pretty great <laughs> that's good but too. um so look uh, not a ballad guy they're big soaring ballads like yeah, all these songs I, big soaring ballads yeah it when is were, what it when is. When were they an active band like late 70s right now 80s? i believe they still tour oh i think they God. tour and like and sell out all the time i think I'm yeah guy look listen to each to everybody has mm-hmm. a thing they love mm-hmm. live it you know what if you love it hold on to it and mm-hmm. love it more mm-hmm. than anybody loves it that's beautiful i'm just a schmuck with my own taste but take it on the run baby that's a song mm-hmm. that i can stomach like heard it from a friend who Mm-hmm. Heard it from a friend. It's who... a good song. Like I don't, I don't totally yeah. dislike it. That's why I also said take it on the run. These songs are well made. They're overproduced for my ears. Oh yeah, yeah. But they're produ- they're produced. They're big rock songs. So it's, God bless. It's interesting because I think a lot about like those older songs that are overproduced, but it's also not digital. You know, it was all analog recording, and I'm like, yes. I I don't know how like production worked on analog recording at all and so i find it fascinating i'm like how did they make it sound like that and also how is it live then i don't know yeah but this up this is from based on the song keep on loving you which is a fine song too like it's the only thing i want to do Mm -hmm. i don't Mm want to sleep i'm just gonna keep on that's probably so many like Mm -hmm. people from the 80s is wedding song mm-hmm. oh i'm sure i'm sure i can't fight this feeling anymore that, also that one that's a good one god bless <laughs> Wait, let me take a look because we got to do our segment of the this week in chili peps let me see okay we well chili pe- tell me when you're done with the chili peps because i have my blurb ready I don't have any chili peps news. There, I thought you chili... told me last week that there was, was hot chili peps. Yeah, news. I was lying. I Ugh. was just trying. I was. I said that in yeah. a text message to you to get you nervous. But oh my it, god! There I was is like, what no is the chili, chili peps, peps news? I. I mean, the only other thing I have to say is that every time I've gotten in a car recently and the radios come on and it's been Sirius and Lithium or it's just been like regular airwaves radio and Red Hot Chili Peppers have been on like repeatedly recently on multiple peps, stations. The peps were dormant this week. The peps people love the peps peps were dormant this week but i but you know the peps have their own channel on Sirius. you could just get all peps oh all my day god i didn't even know that i don't even need to listen to lithium where they play them three times an hour i could listen to them all the Fly times an hour on my zephyr. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> we'll feel this way forever 
The Peps have a song called Throw Away Your Television, which I imagine is a song about like how you shouldn't watch TV. And mm-hmm. I'm like, so what am I supposed to do? Listen to the chili? Pe- are, are the red <laughs> hot chili peppers giving me more like fucking nourishment culturally than television? You fucking asshole. <laughs> oh, my God. I wonder what what really big fans call them, because Red Hot Chili Peppers is a lot of syllables and RHCP is still four syllables. So I believe they call them the Chili Peppers. I think they call them the Chili Peppers. I think people who are big fan, I think they're like, I'm going to see the Chili Peppers. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's, that's what, what I, I normally call them. I call them the Chili Peppers. That's what you call them. Mm-hmm. I call. I just. I just go dead. I'm. Yeah, I'm a peps. big. big yeah. I'm just the Peps. They're the Peps. Okay, right to the Peps. And then some people are like talk about salt and pepper, and I'm like, I fucking wish. <laughs> that would have been better. Oh, you know what's really get disappointing? You get your lips wet because it's time speaking, to have pep. Speaking of salt and pepper, so um, I went to this Orioles game on saturday and they had an i love the 90s concert afterwards and there's multiple i love the 90s concerts happening in multiple baseball stadiums this summer almost all of them are vanilla ice and salt and pepper but for some reason the one at my stadium was drew hill who are from baltimore which makes some sense and smash mouth which makes no sense and smash mouth steve harwell's not in the band anymore so it's not even sell this bullshit smash mouth to me not That's even the same fucking say. singer. Doesn't sound like All Star when someone else is singing it. Yeah, fuck that shit. Or or that cover of the monkeys. I gotta be honest, it's a it is an an insult. If I, I gotta I'm gonna be totally honest with you. I feel insulted for Salt and Pepper, who are mm-hmm. a legitimately this is mm-hmm. this is this is truth. A legitimately groundbreaking mm-hmm. act. Mm-hmm. A female. They have to play with vanilla ice. Rap, like one of the first female mm-hmm. rap groups. I don't know if sorry, I'm sorry. not going to. They have to open for vanilla ice. I mean, this is That's res- the this problem. Is, that is absurd because, mm-hmm. first of all, Salt and Pepper have 10 hits mm-hmm. and a groundbreaking group. Yeah. When I was in college, Vanilla Ice played at my school. This is probably 2004 and played in a tiny spot in my school. And then the people I know who worked for like whatever so organized the event all smoked weed with him in the parking lot. Remember when like Vanilla Ice, when new metal happened and he was like, I'm going to do a rock version oh, of Ice yes. Ice That Baby. was around that time period. So it's just like you, the disrespect to salt and pepper who like paved the way not just for women in hip-hop for Mm -hmm. hip-hop being mainstream like Mm -hmm. hip-hop coming up like honestly what's before push it i mean i'm sure everyone's gonna go well run dmc or something i don't know i i Mm -hmm. this isn't my job i'm not a music yeah yeah podcaster you would you would think i'm talking over i'm just thinking (laughs) i'm like thinking out loud like who, yeah. who is like, I, I don't know the answer to this question, but I imagine they are among one of the first hip hop acts to chart, to have big songs, to mm-hmm. like take this to another level. MTV, push it, F- push it. You push it. They, they fucking did push it. And they did shoot. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? And mm-hmm. they got to open mm-hmm. at baseball stadiums for fucking vanilla ice. Oh. Fuck that. And like, I saw, so I don't know if you've ever been to one of those, like after a game concerts, I've never been, um, but I watched them set it up 
and it's disappointingly small stage yeah, and it it's is. just so like i mean having just seen paul mccartney at the same stadium a month ago or two months ago like and that had like you know the real setup like this was like <laughs> yeah oh, that's the so real weird setup. yeah they're like putting together like two pl- fucking plywood hunks yeah they're like here <laughs> play on top of this I it's saw- like kids at a street fair or something like that i actually saw a dope one i saw heart Oh, really? Yeah. I bet that was, was fun. Great. Yeah, I was looking at the concerts they had on the summer and like it was this and then the struts are playing next month. And I think there was someone disappointing last month also. Oh, I would I would see hard at a baseball concert. I would pay the extra twenty five dollars to get on the field for that. I don't know if this was before or after the reconciliation. Well, it was it, it was either before. Ann Wilson's husband hit nancy wilson's kid or after oh, the good. reconciliation of when ann mm-hmm. wilson's husband hit hit nancy wilson's kid i love it i love it shouldn't be laughing but god bless right. salt and pepper all the fucking love yeah. you're te- oh my god shoop shoop is shoop is a, a one mm-hmm. of the greatest songs of, and so is push it there would i mean if i hear push it now i'm not going to change the station uh, like it's i love it i used to contend and I, I don't know that this is the case anymore, but there was a time in my life and not that long ago where I used mm-hmm. to say that I have never lived a day without mm-hmm. running through my mm-hmm. head at least once. Wow. I don't, it's not the case anymore. I, I have had okay. many days, okay. but that fucking, mm-hmm. what do you call it? I, yeah, I get, um, there's a talking head song that I get stuck in my head often. And I was like, what songs have been stuck in my head for many, what many days? Or, um, I can't think of the name of it. It's the, well, what do you, what part of it do you get stuck in your head? The Kescuse. Oh, What's the name Psycho of that song? Killer. Psycho Killer. Thank you. I was like, I could not think of the fucking name of the yeah, song. You got and it. I was it's like, the I love the talking Oh, There was like many years where that song was in my head all the time great song yeah but it's a lot if it's in your head for years the talking heads are like a very are considered like i think by god we're we're going long but Mm -hmm. we're going long we're going long abort don't talk about talking heads for a second i I won't i'll stop stop. the talking heads are like often think i think uh are thought of by people as like very cold clinical sort of like like music Mm -hmm. band but road to Mm -hmm. nowhere makes me cry like i if i hear that song i cry I don't mm. know what it is. It's just a big mm-hmm. emotional song I, for me. Yeah, I like Talking Heads a lot. I love them. And I guess um, I guess his <laughs> his solo stuff and his uh-huh. like Broadway show is very mm-hmm. emotional. So I, I, maybe um, I'm wrong. Speaking speaking of Talking Heads, I have one last point before we get into this episode, which is that one of my coworkers recently um, we realized had never heard of Twin Peaks, and never this heard came of into. It? Never heard of it's Twin one thing Peaks. To like never have seen Twin Peaks, but yes, it's another thing to have never. And she's in her thirties. Because it was in the she's, zeitgeist four years ago. Oh, I know, I know. So she's never heard of Twin Peaks, and then she said how she gets David Lynch and David Byrne confused, <laughs> and then how she gets other Davids confused. And what's funny is that we work for a guy named David who looks kind of like both of them, also. And I'm like, they do all look very similar, like David Lynch, David Byrne, David Ortiz. I don't know, they're all the same. David. Well, David Ortiz looks different. I know. Than David I'm kidding. Byrne I'm making David fun Lynch, of your. I'm making fun of your core. I know. David Fincher. Yeah. yeah. Well, my our, my boss does look like David Fincher. David Lynch and. <laughs> 
good for where we a know little bit. Where we're going. He's another white David with gray hair. And we know where we've been. Oh. And we know what? Oh, what a song. Beautiful song. Road to Nowhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When it hits, dun, 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 dun. yeah. Bum, mm-hmm. Sounds like a train. People are going to be so excited that we're back and we talked about music for like 45 minutes before we get into Especially because we also talked and about also movies. movies. <laughs> we are like such fucking self, is it self-absorbed? Not self-absorbed. Uh, like... Yeah, self-absorbed assholes. Like, well, everyone wants to hear what we have to say about everything. No, they don't. We're They've just, come we're here. We're having a conversation. That's why I put the timestamps in. They it. have come here <laughs> to, to hear you talk about one specific thing. Stop talking about whatever you want, you fuckos. Mm-hmm. That's most. That's that's for you and I. Yes. Yes. <sighs> so Degrassi, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Let's All hear right. this blurb. Okay. <clears throat> Marissa, this is dedicated to you. <laughs> Marissa appreciates the call outs, I'm sure. <laughs> Poor yeah. Marissa. She's the all greatest. Right. She's the greatest of all time. Yeah. The boat. All right. She's the boat. <laughs> okay. Keep on loving you, despite what a bad boyfriend you are. Declan can't say I love you but he can hack into Holly J's email and somehow neither of those are the real drama of this episode. <laughs> Meanwhile, Danny ruined Shantae's acting debut because he was jealous. Also, we hear girl from outer space. That's great. That is a yeah. great blurb. You're really getting you. these blurbs. It's, it's giving me something to do, something to focus on. <laughs> I especially love the top, the A story blurb, because you're right. Oh, yeah. How are those things? See, and it, neither of those things are important at all to the story. <laughs> it ends with like him violating her privacy. And How is that not an issue? It was like the shitty boyfriend issue. And they were just uh, like, is, oh episode. my God, this is so great. I'm so happy. Mm-hmm. What a thank you. I couldn't mm-hmm. believe it. Could you imagine? I was shocked. I was just like, wait a second. What? Like, and so the whole drama at the beginning is that like, he can't say I love you. And then she like finds out that like from Fiona that he had some ex who cheated on him. And maybe this will become a thing in the next episode. And there'll be more to that story, but it's just like forgotten about because he's going to move back to New York and he hacks into her email to get her an internship, not at Sizzleteen, which we love Sizzleteen, Meg. It's our favorite. No, at a music channel in, yeah, in New York. TVM, the music channel. I also lo- <laughs> I love it was like, uh, he only dropped the L-bomb once, and she broke his heart into a million pieces. This Fiona, I got to tell you, I'm not, not- I did not like it. I'm not Mm-mm. blaming Annie Clark. I'm not blaming any, I, at all. It's just bad writing. They don't know who this character is. This Mm-mm. character spent uh, arguably- they came this season, correct? Mm-hmm. She spent the first half of the season being like a nice person who's like just like trying to be nice and do nice things. Mm-hmm. There was no turn. There was no heel turn, as we say in mm-hmm. wrestling parlance. Mm-hmm. She just then was kind of an asshole a little bit, maybe. We don't really know. Mm-hmm. It's like they don't even want to go anywhere with her. They just want mm-hmm. her to be like... 
She just serves the purpose of everybody else. Her stories have meant nothing to her as a character. She was either Riley's beard or like whatever the fuck she is now, which is just like some weird. Ha- They're really just doing this to set up whatever is going to happen in New York with the twin zest. Cause she's like, yeah, at least we have yeah, each I other. Like- They're dropping. Yeah. The I thought the exact same thing. I was like, Oh, they're trying to set some stage that has not been set previously whatsoever. They've got no interest as of now mm-hmm. in this character. And it's insane because they've cast this like very attractive, like good actor who's like, yeah. what? I, I, maybe the, maybe the, the future is bright for Fiona. Yeah. I don't know. But as yeah. of now, I'm just like, why are we looking at this idiot? Like, all literally the time? all she's doing is having a weird conversations with Holly J in this episode, posting on Facebook and having an argument with Anya. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, I, I, and also I don't like, I don't like fee. No, I don't like fee as a nickname. No. I don't like it. Oh, Fee. Can you tell me who sings this song? Oh, Fee. You want to live a life that's completely free. You know who sings that? It sounds familiar. You don't know it. <laughs> no. Your partner. Get a cup of coffee and catch your breath. You don't know it? Um, you make it sound like someone, and I can't think of his fucking name. It's not a single person. It's a band. Okay. Oh, okay. Then I don't know. It's, you make it sound like Elvis Costello. That's oh what I was God. thinking of. <laughs> oh my God. It's, uh, it's one of the great bands. One of the great rock bands of all time. Red Hot Chili Peppers? Fish. Oh, okay. Whoa, Not the Chili Peppers? My breadth of I, knowledge is vast. I hated Fiona in this episode so much. You know like, what? It's it was interesting just because so she spells annoying. her name P-H-I-O-N-A. <laughs> Fiona. Fiona. Like that's why she's she's so mm-hmm. close to the fish song Fee mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. from their first mm-hmm. album. Um I didn't hate her. I just was like what are you what are you? I actually thought she was kind of, I I didn't hate her. I thought she was kind of funny because yeah. she's not purposely fucking anybody's shit up no no she's misunderstanding and then she fucks holly j's shit up but like Mm -hmm. when (laughs) i really did like the scene and we're getting way ahead of ourselves but we can Mm -hmm. go back when holly j declan has given her this bracelet that that Mm -hmm. she decides to tell give to fiona and say give this back to your brother because I said I love you to him and he didn't say it back and he doesn't and she doesn't know mm-hmm. or whatever. And she's like, why do you have my grandmother's bracelet? And, and then they have this whole back and forth where Fiona's like, you know, he can't. It's hard for him to say I love you because he got his heart broken. So mm-hmm. then <laughs> then uh, Holly J says, oh, great. So he just he means it. He just hasn't said it. I'll take that back. And it's like this whole whirlwind conversation. And Fiona's just like. All right, whatever. <laughs> I, yeah, I did yeah. like that. I spent more time talking about that scene than that scene lasted. Scene was. <laughs> yeah, this is such a bizarre episode. I feel like they didn't really know what to do to lead us into this movie. And so they're like, here, let's show you a little bit of the play. We'll set you up with like that Declan and Fiona need to move back to New York. And so Holly J is going to be doing a summer internship there. So this is setting the stage for why we're going to New York, but everything else makes no sense. Like 
Holly J and Declan have sex for the first time and Holly J makes some comments about the pill and, but it's not really about that. And it's not really about the, him not saying, I love you. And it's not really about the play. <laughs> the and play it's not really, really about him so much to moving about to play. New York. Oh yeah. We'll get there. That's its own character. Um, and then like, but there's all these like, I don't know. It just, it doesn't feel like an episode. It feels like a stopgap. It's, it's, it's the superintendent. The superintendent showed up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My first note that I wrote is Holly J gets a bracelet. Fucks Declan has a Papa Roach poster. <laughs> my first note is, my first note is the pill's been great for my skin. Yeah. <laughs> so they fuck. And yeah. that's when uh, Jane famously says, booyah, welcome to the club. Holly mm-hmm, J mm-hmm. says, I love you. Declan does not say it back. Mm-mm, she mm-mm. still fucks him. Mm-hmm. They sort of have like, she, she, I do like Holly J because she attacks the problem immediately. Like the next yes. day, she's mm-hmm. like, I said, I love you. Do you feel the same way about me? He's doing the whole, mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about it thing. I can't talk. Yeah. Let's not talk about this here. Yeah. And they part ways. And that's when she goes to Fiona. Fiona says he had his heart broken and she decides, well, mm-hmm. okay. If he can show me he loves me, he doesn't have to say it. So she goes back to him and, and pretty much tells him that. She's like, I, and, I, I appreciated yeah. I all of that. Like, I felt like it was very well done. What I don't appreciate is him hacking into her email and it being washed over. Like, no, being going. celebrated is a good thing. It's a positive <laughs> yeah. thing. What yeah. I will say is something I like very, very much about Holly J. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this as an issue with characters in the past so often is mm-hmm. that nobody says or what they feel or talks about anything. And that's why misunderstandings happen. And that's why these episodes become like so goofy. And mm-hmm. Holly J doesn't. She goes to the source. Do you love me? Mm-hmm. Goes to the other source, the sister. He said he doesn't love me. Like gets information and facts. And that's in keeping mm-hmm. with the character that they've set up all along so she's mm-hmm. a pretty i think she's a good degrassi creation holly J. I i will say mm-hmm. yeah i think so too i think she's like one of the more interesting characters which i didn't think was gonna be a thing yeah she was mean for such a short amount of time like i always thought she was just like mean forever but she's not she's mostly nice yeah i agree um so Declan's mom comes back, says we're moving back to New York. Mom, this is what Fiona says. You were in New York and you didn't bring my summer clothes. Mm-hmm. And she, the news is better than Christmas in San Tropez. Oh, this is what made me cringe a little bit. I was just like, oh, Fiona. It's like, who is this character? I don't know. It's, it's like they went back to like their original idea of this being a gossip girl knockoff. So he's not happy. Obviously, he's been putting on this amazing play. He's he's mm-hmm. got such an artistic eye, and this play that was supposed to consist of all songs that were written and performed by band by DeGrassi bands, which mm-hmm. was the initial pitch, but now is about mm-hmm. an alien who uh, loves Peter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Also, like I was thinking back about this and I was like, remember back when we learned about this, when Jane and Declan were a thing and they're talking about it being like a Degrassi, like high school rock opera 
did they ever mention an alien at that no. point? I only feel like they mentioned that recently, like in the last episode or two. No, I never. I no, 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 no. I remember it being like it's going to have songs from Degrassi and like it's going to be about mm-hmm. art. So my assumption yeah. is it's about like this alien comes down to Degrassi and they like show her the Amer- America, <laughs> Canada, Canada, Canada. God, get your countries right. And then I don't know. She just she thinks it's great, but then they get beamed up at the end to outer space, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Peter's so excited. Peter's the lead it's, of this play. I love Peter. Oh, my God. I Peter is great. He's not great in this in the B story, but he's also still great. I just... I he Peter. actually is great. I hate saying that, he but... He is great because, like... Yeah. He's trying to do the... Like, mm-hmm. a, he's trying to do a nice thing for his mm-hmm. friend. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yes. We'll get to it. It's it's yeah. misguided and obviously very stupid, but like mm-hmm. I don't know. So Holly J finds out Declan's going to New York because Fiona mis there's a threes company misunderstanding, and uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and but she's not mad at Declan for not telling mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. She's just like, okay, you're gonna go to New York. I'm gonna go to Sizzle Team. That's mature to me. It's like, yeah, we'll see what happens. He seems way more. Look, she loves him, but she's mm-hmm. also like mature enough to understand that shit happens. Yeah. She's not like broken by the news that mm-hmm. he's moving to New York. It's also not his choice or his like anything. It's, you know, his family's moving back there. I just love how like together she is, like how how much she's just like. All right, it's it's not my it wouldn't be my choice, but we'll either mm-hmm. figure it out or we fucking won't. Like I love yeah. Holly J. Yeah. And Toronto's not that far from New York City. Yeah, you can get to Toronto. You get to New York from Toronto in a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. Just gotta get that if you're flying. You gotta get that P port, you know? Oh yes, the P port. Oh, That's what they call it. The, the Peps port. You can get a Peps port, it's a special passport. <laughs> But it's like got a Chili Peppers logo on it. It comes with a sock on it. <laughs> it comes in a sock. You just like flap it on the thing. Yeah. I love that like Declan and Fiona have been here for half a year because this is also when they're doing like half a year for a season. Right. They've been here for one semester and like oh, Declan has like fucked Jane and Tolly J. Nice. Good for him. And Fiona was a beard briefly. I know. And that's about it for Fiona, unfortunately. And he's like not as attractive as Fiona. Let's be honest. Well, you don't like his bird like features, but some women are very into that. Well, I guess for them, he's more attractive Mm -hmm. than Fiona. I don't know what to say. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But so. um, Yeah. Public school was a good experiment. That's what Fiona says. Yes. Yes. Because they had to go. to. They're going back to Vanderbilt prep in New York. Mm-hmm. With Chuck Bass. But let's let's talk about this email hacking for a minute. Okay, set it up. So because they're going back to New York, after there's a conversation with Mrs. Coyne and Declan that Holly J overhears, and she She's, says, like, hey, can I come visit at least sometimes? Uh, Declan, in a nice, trying to be nice about the whole situation, hacks into Holly J's email and sends her demo reel to TVM, <laughs> which is MTV, 
um, Bizarro Canada MTV, I guess, but also in New York. Um, And gets her an internship there last minute also which makes me wonder about tvm's setup they were so impressed by holly j's they were so impressed i mean well sizzleteen could not i mean sizzleteen is going to be very upset but i feel like tvm might be a better internship for holly j so she gets an internship and she sees her email she's like what is this from tvm and he's like oh by the way i i hacked into your email and i sent you know but it's all you i just sent your demo to them and it's like well hold, hold up a second though you figured out what her email password was and then you hacked into it to send something pretending to be her yeah applying for an internship yeah it's fucking duplicitous but at this but she reacted to it like oh my god this is so great now Mm -hmm. besides the fact that it's not it's creepy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you're also your parents are just going to be like, great, go to New York for the summer. Where are you going to live? Mm-hmm. It's expensive. Mm-hmm. That's notwithstanding. Obviously, yeah. this was the fucking uh, plot device to get mm-hmm. get everybody to New York. But still, it's just like all you had to do was have a scene because it takes away all of her fucking agency. Just have a scene mm-hmm. where Declan suggests or she's like looking through something and she's like a oh, shot in the dark. But I'll do. Let me let me mm-hmm. see. Like, why does it have to be his decision? And it ultimately, mm-hmm. it's not. She does make the decision. But just the mm-hmm. fact that it's so like tone deaf. But I guess it was a, yeah. It was, a, it was years ago. But now she would have mm-hmm. to come to this conclusion on her own and do it herself. It's so it's terrible. I was very disappointed. It's very weird. It's very weird. I did not care for it. I can see a new horizon underneath the blazing sky. I'll be where the eagles flying higher and higher. Got it. Um, Gonna be your man in motion. All I need is this pair of wheels. Take me where the future's lying. St. Elmo's fire. (laughs) I've been waiting on that for a long time. That's the St. Elmo's Um, fire song. I, I also just loved that Declan was like, I kind of hacked your email. Yeah. He, and she loved it. She was so into it. She was like, take away all of my agency. Tell me what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And that's not the mm-hmm. Holly J character. That's what's annoying about it. Mm-hmm. Take away all of my decision making and say, okay. And mm-hmm. yeah, it was just so bizarre. It was such a bizarre way to end on this like mm-hmm. jubilant note. But no, mm-hmm. this guy committed a crime. It's it's pretty terrible. Anyway, back to you know St. Elmo's not, Fire for a you minute. You know it's not terrible. I can climb the highest mountain, cross the widest sea. I can feel St. Elmo's Fire burning inside me. Oh my god. Speaking of St. Elmo's Fire, uh, what's the last name in Rob Lowe's first name? In St. Elmo's last Fire? Last name, I mean last... <laughs> what's the last letter in Rob Lowe's first name? E. Oh, B. B. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. (laughs) It was, I was really reaching for, grasping at straws there. I could not find a good thing to to transition. (laughs) B. I was like, is anyone in that movie have like a B? (laughs) Andrew McCarthy, Emilio Estevez. Nope. Rob Lowe, whose last letter of his first name is... B story. 
Oh. I love the B story. I love the B story. It's got we've got, uh, got all the hits. Shantae, we've got Peter, and we've got Satine from <laughs> Moulin Rouge. <laughs> Danny, <coughs> this is a consumption like Satine. <laughs> oh my god! I literally was like, is he gonna have can- like? Is this like setting up like some? Like disease storyline. Nope. Nope. Yeah. This is another <laughs> another questionable boyfriend move situation. Peter, Danny, Peter, Shantae, and Satine. <laughs> Danny is so jealous that there is a scene in the wonderful original rock opera Space Awakening where hot Peter has to kiss Shantae. I'm fully disappointed by the lack of musical numbers, although there were two. We saw two, which I think is pretty good. I guess you're right. Um, I don't remember. I can't even think of the songs in my brain right now. No, there's the one that Hot Peter sings about a girl from space, and then there is uh, the one that Jenna sings about being a girl from space. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So it's a lot of space, not a lot of Degrassi or high school that I'm getting that vibe from, except for that, like, Peter's a football player, which is not believable at all. Spaghetti arms. (laughs) I know, right? And then Jane has to play the cheerleader because, so what happens is that Danny is very jealous of this whole situation, and he has a conversation with Hot Pete, (laughs) and Hot Pete is talking about the bro code. He's like, oh, no, I get it. It's a bro code. I won't kiss your girlfriend. You know, it's yeah. just acting, but I won't kiss her. And, you know, Shantae's <laughs> actually pretty cool. Like, she is, do you know if she has a three-octave range? Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, so Danny episode. keeps coughing like he has consumption. And yeah, so like Hot Pete has the great idea to, like, swap their water bottles. And if he gets sick, then Shantae won't want to kiss him. And when what happens is Shantae walks out and she's like, oh, my God, these rehearsals are so long. I'm so thirsty. And she steals Hot Peter's water and drinks the contaminated water. Right. And so Danny has now poisoned Shantae. Yep. And she will not have a three octave range. Her all of her family is coming to this play. And so she is sorely disappointed in Danny for the second time this season. Yeah. I don't have that much to add. Like, this is just like fucking dumb. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Danny. Honestly, like half of this was watching scenes from the play, and it's like Mrs. Coyne loving what her son has done. I get to see all that work that Claire did for the scenery. Um, There's a bunch of dancing alien girls who we've never seen at the school before. If you look at their faces, they are not familiar. Right. I really enjoyed seeing um, Declan uh tell everybody to take five six times Mm -hmm. yeah because it really felt like he had the power of a director right yeah he was really very powerful director Mm -hmm. take five i like how i didn't know that jenna was in this play until this week maybe last week but like yeah i she was great at it but i was like oh i feel like i we would have known that sooner her song was better than Peter rehearsing that song. Oh, it sounded so bad. Very not good. Right? No. Yeah, okay. I thought and it sounded better when he actually played it. But uh, yeah, Jenna's so song she was ended great. Up get, she ended up getting sick, Shantae, and she couldn't be in the mm-hmm. play. And she was very upset because Danny was like, sorry, my fault. My bad. I didn't want you to kiss Peter. And you drank the water and you got sick. And here mm-hmm. we are. But they come to the rescue with a great plan mm-hmm. to... Uh, 
to save the day. They, yeah, uh, gonna... and we get to see we get to see Claire's wonderful trays that she made with all the food that won't fall off. Right. I feel like she wouldn't have done that if she knew that Jenna was in the play. Yeah, I don't know. I think she's like kind of taking the high road. I know she was pretty pissed at Jenna back in the time. Yeah, but remember last week she helped KC mm-hmm. with the test and all that. Yeah, and then she had a whole. Oh, you're saying she got pissed after the fact? Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Well, mm-hmm. but still, she wants to make sure she's still, you know, Declan's still her vampire boyfriend. In her oh, brain. that's true. That's true. Yeah, that was the best so she, of this she whole season. Disappoint him in that mm-hmm. respect. Um, um, what do you think about so, the play? I wish I had more to say about it. It was fine. I mean, I like the songs. I liked Jana's song, but I can't for the life of me remember it. And I just, we didn't Mm -hmm. listen to it that long ago, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. They were bad actors, but I think that was on purpose. It was supposed to be funny. Mm -hmm. Um, Peter got to kiss Jane. Mm -hmm. And I guess, yeah, Jane. Good for him, I guess. Yeah, I'm just, I I love that Peter is like the lead in this play. Like that's... (laughs) So we well, got here at Degrassi. He's the lead singer mm-hmm. of uh, Janie and the Studs featuring Peter Stone. Yeah. Well, so speaking of featuring Peter Stone, because Shantae did not get to perform in the play, Danny and Hot Pete wrangle in all the favors they can from this mm-hmm. cast, and they manage to get a special performance featuring Shantae Black at Above the Dot. They're going to do it above the dot. I'm sure mm-hmm. it's going to be a hot ticket. I'm sure all of the Torontoans are going to be excited to check that mm-hmm. show out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the all the local children who go to above the dot to not drink alcohol. I will say, I think that Danny was genuinely remorseful, learned a lesson here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because initially he was like, before he found out she was sick, he was like, just kiss her. I just won't watch. Mm-hmm. And then he finds out she's sick. But then when they're going to do it at Above the Dot, he seems like, he's like, it's fine. You're mm-hmm. just acting. I yeah. get it. So I think he doesn't at care least anymore. He, <laughs> at least he gets like an arc and mm-hmm. has, mm-hmm. he comes to an alerted conclusion mm-hmm. yes. in some ways. Yeah, but he's like, I still don't feel great about it. And I was like, yeah, you should have had a conversation about it in the first place. Like Holly J would have. Yes. But she's Wait. okay with her boyfriend hacking her email. Yeah, she's fine. And impersonating her. It's We'll get to it. <laughs> um, it's interesting because I do think that... Da- I, I like that Danny came... Made progress as mm-hmm. a human. Mm-hmm. Especially because, like, at the time, like, Hot Peter's like... I'm not, I don't want to like, I'm not like into your girlfriend. He didn't say this, but it was like so obvious yeah. by him being like, no, Oh, I totally he's like, get I it. don't care at all. Yeah. Um, I know. my favorite, uh, of all of this is just how bad both Danny and Shantae are at pretending to be sick. <laughs> <laughs> Satine. <laughs> it's a Moulin Rouge. That's one of the songs from Moulin Rouge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everywhere we go, turning left or right, it's just a Moulin Rouge. <laughs> <sighs> so, Rachel. Yes. Is that what you're getting at? You want me to get into this? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. I think it's time. Gitchy, gitchy, yeah, 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 yeah. That's from Moulin Rouge. 
Spanish. One to ten. How much do you think this episode goes there from a scale of one to ten? One being mm-hmm. it goes there the least, mm-hmm. and ten being Bob Hoskins and Denzel Washington starring in Heart Condition, <laughs> one of the great movies of cinema of all of time. Okay. It's not a lot of going there on the Degrassi scale. I think that like Declan and Fiona finding that they're moving back to New York is like a big deal, but it's not like going there, going there. It's not controversial. No, it's not controversial. Um, It's drama inducing. Um, Hacking the email is something. So I'll give it a two. But hacking the email is something, but it's also nothing because they don't react in the way that like humans would react to that. <laughs> they react in the way that women in, uh, react in the accidental Taurus and St. Elmo's fire, though, I'll tell you. I could see a new horizon. Da-ba-dee-dum-ba-dum-bum. Two, huh? Yeah. I'll say, yeah. What do you um, give it, Pat? Uh, I mean, uh, Holly J and Declan fucked. Mm-hmm. That's something. Under, they fucked beneath a Papa Roach poster, which is which probably in Declan's room. You know, Jacoby Shaddix. Oh, just just watching over them as they fuck. Kobe Dick. Mm -hmm. Um, and booyah! I'm gonna give Mm -hmm. it a two. Oh, wow. I was like, like, don't give it a three. That's too high. (laughs) I'm going to give it a two just like you. Oh, you know why you're giving it a two? Because Peter says that he has to hit the can when he's trying to get out of (laughs) kissing Shante. (laughs) I didn't deodorize. He also says, I forgot to deodorize. She's like, you smell fine. It's fine. My favorite line that he says is like at the very end when they're talking to Shante, him and Danny at above the dot and he's agreeing with someone. He's like, that's what I was thinking. But it's like it doesn't make sense in the context whatsoever. It's just very it's very poorly written and delivered. Peter just like trying to be a good friend is is nice. Like, I yeah. mean, you can't be he's mad. Too at nice. it. I know. I know. All right, Pat. <sighs> out of all the people in space awakening who are you going to award the best degrassian to well i had my I, I had planned on giving it to holly J, and then as we were talking i realized that she like you can't just allowed for her mm-hmm. fucking life to be decided by mm-hmm. a, our boyfriend no this was a Fuck. tough episode there's not a lot of good anything happening in it there's good Holly J stuff in it too, yeah. which is a bummer. Like that's such a that bummer. email hacking though really throws it off though. I'm glad we were both on the same page with that. Yeah, I'm. It just fucking sucked. I'm gonna yeah. go with Jenna because her song was good. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Even though I can't remember it, but I'm gonna go with Jenna. Mm-hmm. Um, I think D- Danny does learn a lesson and and in a good way comes to terms with it, so he could be there too. But I'm just gonna go with Jenna. Yeah. Well, in a similar vein, um, I sat there and I was like, who the fuck from this episode like deserves to get that credit because everyone's terrible. And then I was like, well, you know who does? Because it was the thing that kept me going is the play. Oh, the play. The play as a whole. So I was like, also Jenna's song. Like, I I was like, I like this. Like, I enjoyed all the play scenes very much. And uh, I felt like they didn't do anything wrong. 
we got enough of the play to where I'm like not furious, but I still would have been fine if this whole episode was the play. Yeah, but at the same time, I feel like what we saw of the play wasn't that good. That like a whole episode of it might not be that entertaining. That's a good point. This was enough. We needed the the highlights. But you know what? Mrs. Coyne loved it. She was very she, impressed with her son. She's like, well, yeah. maybe he can stay in Toronto for another year. I don't care. His art direction. Mm-hmm. Then he can shine when he goes to college. His dad is Wayne Coyne from the Flaming Lips. <laughs> he's, he's traveling so much for work, Wayne Coyne, with all that touring. Yeah, he's in that fucking hamster bubble, just like... <laughs> just rolling around the countries. <laughs> all right. So, you know what this means, everyone. Not only does this mean that I'm just scoring underneath our next episode will be the movie Degrassi Takes Manhattan, but after that, we will be heading into season 10, which is a new era of Degrassi. New era, it's wild. I can't believe we made it here. We're gonna have to watch two episodes a fucking week. Can't wait. Yeah. They might get more in-depth with those stories. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Yeah. We're going to meet new characters. We're going to lose old ones. But before that, we have the movie. We'll be back next week for that. In the meantime, we have someone we need to welcome into the room. Oh, <laughs> what that, that beautiful day. It is so beautiful. Whatever the thing I get, the, I get the call from above. From above the heavens, they send Pat and the Rachel. They say, knock, knock, knock. You got to come up. You got to come up from downstairs. You got to welcome somebody into the room. And then some of your older pal, Mr. Del Rossi. I am so happy to be here. Who are we welcome into the room? Sabrina. I love her, the name of Sabrina. Sabrina's are so good. Sabrina the Teenager Witch is so good. And the Sabrina from... Uh, what else is a, who else is a famous Sabrina besides Sabrina the Teenage Witch? It doesn't the, matter. The Sabrina the movie. Ooh, Audrey Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn. Oh my goodness! A mixture of Sabrina the Teenage Witch and a Sabrina Audrey Hepburn. What a beautiful combination! Mm-hmm. So good to come into the room. Temperature controlled. So good. You come in. You have a cheese snack if you like. We got a lot of cheese snacks. We got the cheese its. We got the cheese mm-hmm. nips. We got the string cheese. We got the baby bells. We got all the baby bells. We got the red baby bells. We got the blue baby bells. We got all the baby bells you could. How want. many baby bells are there? I believe there's a red one and I know there's a blue one. I can't okay, think of so that. There's, there's a blue, a light blue, and a red. Okay. Baby bells. I think they might, if there's more baby bells, I'll buy all of them. I have them all in the room. Do you room. find it weird that the cow and the baby bell wears, like, the label as earrings? I like, didn't even notice. I didn't Yeah, spend... so it's like, it's a, it's a, a cow wearing earrings of a cow wearing earrings of a cow wearing earrings. Oh, uh, you don't like that. You don't like that. I think it is a <laughs> no. bit of a whimsy. I know. You it don't... makes me feel like, like, I, I get all, like, out of whack. You don't think it is just a bit of whimsy? I think it's a bit of whimsy. I think it's a bit of whimsy. I like it. It makes me laugh. <laughs> it would make me laugh had I seen it. But anyway, Sabrina. Sabrina, mm-hmm. Sabrina, Sabrina. I'm so happy to have you in the room. We're going to dance. I have a dance party. We're going to sing San Elmo's Fire. We're going to mm-hmm. sing an author's theme song. When you get the lost between the moon and the New York City. <laughs> I know it's crazy, but it is a true. We're going to be happy to have you. Thank you so much for your support for the podcast. <laughs> I gotta go now. 
All right. I'm going to have a baby bill, but I'm going to not tell you which one. I'm not even <laughs> it might be tell blue, it one. might be red. It might we don't be know. a light blue one. It might Go look be a at red the one. earrings on the cow on the label. Well, I, don't I wonder it. if the cow's name is Bell. Oh, is it a baby Christ, Bell? Rachel, you're thinking about or the too baby much. of Bell. I know, I'm much. thinking about this too much. I'm spending anyway. too much time I'm thinking about the baby Bells. It's just a snack cheese. If you would like to join us in the room, you can yes. you can head to patreon.com slash deep. You might also have some provolone in there and some oh, parmesan. Don't even start. I know. I know. We can't. We'll um, be here all night. That's the name of Italian cheeses. You, you, can, you can also find us on Instagram at sparklespaz28. And you can find us on Facebook at uh, Deem Podcast and also the Dope Monkeys in the Broomheads Facebook group. You can send us an email. Pat or may Mary not write you back ever. It's every episode <laughs> ver at gmail.com. Um, and also, it's as always, you know, if you want to get more people to listen to this, which, you know, obviously we would love for that to happen. Um, please rate, review, and subscribe. You can do those things on iTunes um, or Apple Podcasts, whatever they fucking call it now. Um, Spotify, you can also leave reviews on and ratings. Yeah. It is Thank true, you. you can. We're also going to have, just before we go, we're also going to make sure they know we're going to have a handy snacks. <laughs> We're also gonna have handy. We're also snacks. gonna have Sabrina. We're also gonna have a handy snacks, which if you don't know what that is, it oh is a gosh. plastic container. It's got like a four or five uh, crackers, mm -hmm. and on the and then there's cheese, and mm -hmm. you get a little tiny a red uh, stick, like a red stick, and you spread the cheese onto the crackers. I oh! mean, cheese is like, is it cheese? I mean, it's cheese product. It's a cheese product. It's, it's a yeah. fine. It's a cheese product. I used to eat those all the time in the cheese breadstick ones. Oh, I used to love them so much. Oh, so I loved delicious. a handy snack. You can see Declan crying because he's got to leave Degrassi, but he's hacking into Holly J's emails. <laughs> and she's going to work for TVM. I can't wait to see TVM in this movie. I bet you Alex is, uh, is there. She's going to have oh, like a hot Oh, I single. bet. A crossover. Crossover. We're watching Instant Star on the Patreon. And let me tell you something. Yeah. That show has clicked on all cylinders. It finally clicked by the end of season one. Yeah, we're big fans of it now. I mean, maybe we should have just watched it all in one go instead of trying to space it out so much. We're going to watch Under the Tuscan Sun on the Patreon this month. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to mm -hmm. miss that. No, That's it's a great movie. Diane Lane. Not St. Elmo's Fire, not Accidental Tourist, and not Jurassic Park. But it is so good to come into the room. I'm gonna put the sock on the door. <laughs> you can come and have a cheese snack, a baby bell, or handy snack. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it will be your mozzarella pull apart. What those are called? String cheese. Mozzarella <laughs> string cheese. <laughs> We've got a lot of cheese snacks in the room. It's cold or it's warm. If that is what you'd like. Oh, hot cheese. No, I mean, hot cheese is actually not bad. No, so. no, 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 not the cheese. I'm talking about the temperature control. Well, I'm, I'm thinking about like if the cheese is sitting out in the room, like the it room might get hot. No, 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 no. That is not how it works. Let me tell you something. Okay. okay. Where the cheese snacks are is always mm -hmm. a perfect temperature. Mm -hmm. It is what room you decide to be in that mm -hmm. is your perfect temperature. So if mm -hmm. you like it the hot, it's going to be hot. And if you like it the cold, it is mm -hmm. going to be cold. But the cheese snacks are always kept in a perfectly refrigerated mm -hmm. area. Okay. Okay. 
So you like your cheese snacks hot, you could not come here because they're always gonna be in a perfectly refrigerated area. <laughs> so speaking of cheese snacks, good night. And grilled cheese, definitely. And grilled cheese, definitely. 